0: As-salamu alayka zayna al-anbiya'i As-salamu alayka zayna al-anbiya'i As-salamu alayka zayna al-anbiya'i Bismillah ala wa, ala wa s I'm just going to say a few words before turning it over to Sheikh Waleed And I really want to just translate this very beautiful qaseera This poem that Sayyid Abdel Fattah recited And he's recited on other occasions as well. And just very briefly introduce these very blessed and radiant words by saying there is a tendency with Islam in the modern world and especially in places like the United States of America and the Western world to only focus on what is practical. If someone's speaking, if they don't give you a practical benefit that somehow there's no worth in what it is that they are saying. And while it is very important to be practical, first we have to define what that really means and understand it correctly in all of its dimensions. But secondly, we have to also understand that the Muslims who came before us in the quote-unquote traditional Muslim world, across the world, the remnants of this tradition which still remain, when you go and you experience the beauty of these places, they're all pretty much the same. In their reality even though there's a cornucopia of beautiful diversity outwardly inwardly they're very similar if you go to gatherings in Morocco they're very similar to gatherings in Egypt they're very similar to gatherings in Indonesia and Turkey in Yemen and so forth and so on and there's an incredible traditional beauty about how they understood how to live how to implement the Quran but in particular the Majlis, the Gathering of Remembrance, and what it is that they ask for and what it is that they do in those gatherings. And I personally believe that this is one of the single most important things to grow here in these lands in which we live, this understanding. And you could look at it from the following perspective, that uh, one of the very blessed souls said, Islam is not a cereal. Islam is truth. And according to the dictates of truth, you have to conform yourself to truth as opposed to making truth conform to what it is that you want, your hawa, your desires. If that was the case, and I remember this always from previously being a Christian before I became Muslim, and just you hear different people think just all these really wild things about what they think is going to happen in the afterlife. And some people think this and some people think that and oh i think this is going to happen i think that's going to it's just all hawa, and it's all based upon their desire and illusion truth you have to conform to and what we have to realize is while there are certainly good things in the modern world that we need to adopt and use for the sake of allah ta'ala there is a lot of toxicity as well and the more and more we distance ourselves from these traditional ways of living, the more harmful it's going to be on us and for us in this world and in the next. So I'm saying that to say we have to force ourselves to understand the discourse of the awliya and the sadihin, the righteous and the great saints who came before us. Force ourselves to conform internally to seeing the beauty and understanding why they speak like they speak and say what it is that they say. Even if we don't understand, Some of the qasaid that we're reciting aren't even in English. But a lot of the poems that we used to recite when we were in gatherings in these places, we didn't understand either. And still don't. But you still benefit immensely from them. Because the secret of them penetrates the heart because they came from hearts that were alive with the remembrance of Allah. Had very real connections to Allah and His Messenger. Real connections. Living connections. And so, in that light, I want to just... Translate this because it's so incredibly beautiful. And this is a poem by Habib Adi bin, bin Muhammad al-Habshi. Who passed away about a little over 100 years ago in the year 1333 of the Hijrah. And he was known for his intensely close connection to the Prophet ﷺ. He said, <laughs> I tried or I am trying to describe the Beloved ﷺ with some of that which my heart is understood from the Qur'anic praise. So he's acknowledging that his praise really is following what he understands from how Allah praises the Prophet ﷺ. فَوَجَتْتُ قَوْلِي لَا مِنْ عُشْرِ I found or came to the conclusion that everything that I have said does not even fulfill an Adam's weight of the smallest portion of the lordly gifts that Allah gave our Prophet just the smallest fraction, not even an Adam's weight of the smallest fraction of this divine gift. How could my words ever truly describe or articulate a presence and medhaya qad lisani the Praise of which every single tongue has been unable to articulate. After Allah has Himself has praised him in the Quran, what truly is the worth of everyone in creation's praise? So I asked Allah to bless me with thabat, firmness. Fortitude, steadfastness upon that which he has singled me out with in 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 having these gifts that he's given my understanding of the Prophet and to have trueness in my faith. kama afad al sirr And just as he has given my heart, the secret of connection to the Prophet, be Habibi be his beloved, Yumni bi as that he infills my entire internal being with it. Fa'ishu fi what is the result of that? If this happens, I will live in the remembrance of the beloved in a state of bliss, just pleasure upon pleasure. And through his remembrance, I will be in a state of bust, expansion, happiness, joy at all times. And then in the next world, I will attain great success and gazing upon his face, his countenance in his contentment of me in the very greatest and best of all places. So you see the connections. Sadiq Amjad pointed to that line that we recited natalasul Bil Hababa. And the Hababa here is referring to the Blessed Wife of Sayyidah Khadijah who Ust. Amjad spoke about. And that last line, that caused us to see the face of the messenger, and his blessed wife and his daughter. But we have adab and we ask for that. If we're not from ahl we ask for that with adab. And that her blessed children, That are these great blessed children of them, Rabbi Ajib al-Ijab, Ola. We ask you to quickly answer that prayer. They all ask for the same things because they know that when you're close to the Prophet ﷺ and the, his blessed family and the close companions to the Prophet ﷺ is that it will be a means for you to experience all of the different types of bliss in paradise. May Allah ta wa ta'ala that bless us to understand these meanings. Have our hearts be attached to them and to be means for them to come to life in our own hearts, and the hearts of our family, and the hearts of those that are of us in this community and throughout places like the United States of America and the Western world and wherever Muslims may be on the face of this earth. بدن ولا ادري الحمد لله